You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, we were obviously on a really rough stretch five in a row. Uh, we hadn't scored 30 points in a long time, seems like. So a lot of, you know, Christian hadn't had a receiving touchdown. A lot of things that we turned around today. Just coincidence that Dallas was in town. Although myself and the other Aaron on the team have had pretty good performances over the years against Dallas. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, J-Rod, and Sean Levine in for the Joes. And we often say in this show, um, some of the best content comes in the breaks. Sean Levine just asked one Paul Aspen um, if anyone's ever told him that he looks like Brian Ortega. So I had to do a quick Google image search. And wow, a slight resemblance. Not... I'm. I wouldn't say that's his doppelganger, but um, I really would love to see Paul Aspen with cornrows um, like Brian Ortega is rocking in some of these uh, photos here. I think he could pull it off, actually. I think he could do it. I took a shot, at, well, sort of, kind of, at cornrows once. I was like, I had an Iverson jersey and being a Philly native, so for Halloween – I tried to kind of – it didn't oh. go so well, but yeah. something to aspire for. Something to aspire for. I could give it a shot. I thought you were going to tell me you were on spring break, you know, in, in Mexico. Isn't that what the girls always do in Mexico? They corn roll their hairs, you know, or they get in braids when they go to Mexico. So. Yeah. I mean, there was, I'm just so trying actually, to find myself. Right. Aren't we all? Um, but I there was a guy in high school who came – he, like – I guess you have, like – for someone like like I'd have to get extensions, right? But like he got he came to school <laughs> that would quarter. be even better. <laughs> yeah, that's a good start. Yeah, like buddy of mine, I was like, all right, it's different. Like he normally like like kind of you know kind of like Sean's hair, a little closer cut. But yeah, then he showed a up with cornrows one cut. day, so it was quite. This is yeah, this, it is, is, so this is bald, dude. Just call it what it is. This is this, this is, is bald, this is why man. this is why Paul. That's why Paul's a boss. You know, closer cut. Very well said. This is as close as it gets. This is considered bald. But tell me I'm wrong. Cornrows on a dude is the coolest look that you could possibly have. And this comes from somebody who hasn't been able to grow a speck of hair for coming up on seven or eight years. So I would die for just anything at this point. I'd take some bangs. But cornrows, cool, right? Am I missing something here? I think they look good on anyone, to be honest. I'm, I'm having, you know, J-Rod brought it up, the trip to Mexico. I'm like, man, I'd like to do that. Speaking of Mexico, we're going to talk about Mexico City because there's a game that's going to be played there, Niners-Cardinals. So um, a couple people on this show, uh, they've been there a time or two, so going to give us some tips, some insight. So we're looking forward to that. But first, we've got to get into this Thursday night 
football matchup. I know some people are like, do we really have to? Should I go to bed early? Should I go out with some friends? Um, perhaps Joe O's going to chug some NyQuil and just miss the game altogether. Um, but, you know, this is an interesting matchup. We saw Aaron Rodgers and the Packers kind of turn things around last week. I don't know if that's sustainable. Will he revert back? But in terms of, you know, these two teams, they both, in terms of pace of play, they play very slow. Um, we know the Titans like to run the ball, and the Packers aren't very good at stopping the run. I'm thinking a first half under. It's going to be cold. Good. I, I saw like 10 mile per hour winds, not a huge factor, but I could see this being a slow start. I don't know about the entire game, but I already bet under 20 and a half. I think this could just be another boring Thursday night football game, at least in the first half. Well, I think you're on to something, Aaron. I mean, primetime unders have hit almost 66% of the time this year. It's been crazy to, you know, you, you always feel bad rooting for an under. You're rooting for nothing to happen. Uh, but at, at a 66% clip, I will say this. The Titans are the only team in the NFL that has yet to score a touchdown in the fourth quarter. So if they're behind, it doesn't look good for them. And we saw, obviously, what Green Bay did against the Cowboys last week. Listen, if, if I can get that hook, I would go with Tennessee. Otherwise, it, it, to me, it smells like a push. I'm staying away from the sides and totals. I'm running on those props. We talked about it. I mean, the, the Packers' run defense is terrible. It's, it's Charles Barkley terrible. I mean, they've given up back-to-back 200-yard rushing games against the Bears and, and against the and against those those uh, Cowboys. And I think King Henry and just keep going. You know, it's going to be you know running and in th- a cloud of dust. You know, his 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 over is 99 and a half rushing yards. Yes, he might have that at halftime. Yeah, you're right about running backs and playing the odds tonight, but you're on the wrong running back on the wrong team. It's actually Aaron Jones. That's the best play tonight, guys, to get into the end zone. Check out these numbers. He has 740 rushing yards on the season for an average of, wait for it, 5.6 yards per carry. For his career, he's averaged 5.1 yards per carry. Talk about Aaron Jones. Maybe the most underrated, under-talked-about player in the league, but he's only found the end zone twice all year. You know what that tells me? He's due for a guy that gets the ball as often as he does. Every time he touches it in the backfield, on average, he'll get you 5.6 yards per carry. So I'm looking right now at 4-1 to odds for Aaron Jones to find his way into the end zone tonight. You can put it on the board. I think that's close to a lock. How do we feel about Aaron Jones over his, um, you know, receiving, rushing? Um, You could look at rush and receiving. We just heard Aaron Rodgers say, hey, listen – we, the Aarons, have been playing very well. Did he just mush the Aaron Jones bets, or do you think this guy is going to go off and have a big night? No, no, what that, what that was, that was Eeyore Rodgers talking about Aaron Jones. I mean, the tone of Aaron Rodgers' voice right now, I mean, he just sounds like this. Me and Aaron and the other Aaron are the only – and to be fair, he's right, but part of the issue is you and your body language. I'm not just talking about not playing up to the MVP standards that he's been the last couple of years, but every single time something goes bad, he slumps his shoulders and he puts his head down. He publicly throws people under the bus. So I just got to call it what it is. Part of the problem is Aaron Rodgers himself. So 
yeah. I'm not saying that we're seeing the end or anything right now, but clearly this team would be better if he was able to not only be better on the field, but when he walks off the field, it just doesn't look right. I always feel like at some point we're gonna they're gonna cut away to the sideline and you're gonna see Aaron Rodgers taking a swig of scotch, a puff of a lung dart, and going out back out to the to the to the huddle and saying, "All right, let's go, fellas." Marble like we're good. Absolutely. Let's go. What do we got? You know, it just it almost seems like he just doesn't give a flip anymore, right? It kind of reminds me of KD. I mean, those two guys when things start going yes. wrong, they start pointing the finger at everybody else they don't have that leadership like we're i i support this guy and we're gonna get things together and we believe in our head coach i mean we saw that cutaway of aaron Rodgers basically yelling and swearing at matt lafleur to run the ball last week i don't know i mean i guess maybe you can look at some aaron jones over rushing the only thing that concerns me in this situation is the is the tennessee um rush dvoa they rank number one right yo i love that comparison by the way i mean they are they're the same dude you know we've got a name for people like that and it is front runners right when the going gets tough the tough get going and when the going gets tough for both those guys they just they they, they don't give you the impression that they're ready to come out there and turn things around. It seems like they're mm-hmm. ready to, as J-Rod said, light up the Marlboro Light or the Camel Red, whatever the kids are smoking these days, pour you a little <laughs> bit of scotch, and just put on your street clothes and get out of there because as soon as things go south for either one of those guys, they just quit so quick. And this is nothing against the Hall of Fame players that they are, right? We're talking about guys that have MVP trophies and championships and are all going to be first ballot Hall of Famers, but that doesn't mean they do everything perfect. And when it comes to body language, those guys are two of the absolute worst in sports. Do people still smoke cigarettes? Or I don't know. I, I don't not. think so. So nineties. Ew. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll be vaping on the sideline. Maybe he'll be vaping on the sideline. Probably so. I, I, would, I would not be shocked. <laughs> I just did get a new pack of cigars, so I'm, I'm, in, you know, I'm, I'm still old school yeah, cigars. We, so. we know what you're smoking over there. Um, so you look at Aaron Jones, his rushing, uh, 57 and a half. There's a 60 and a half out there. Uh, last week against Dallas, um, 138 yards. Of course, that one did go to overtime. Prior to that, 25 yards. The week before that, 143, 23-19-63. I mean, maybe you know Aaron Rodgers is on to something. I mean, he definitely is having some success, you know, rushing the football. But, gosh, his stats are really up and down. I'd be a little nervous to go over on his rushing against this Titans defense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. 
And and to me, it's always weird when you have like a two-headed monster at at, at rush at. at at running back who's going to get those carries i mean between him and aj dillon they're they're splitting those carries like is it going to be all aaron is it going to be aj dillon that would be my concern of any sort of over prop with uh the rushing yards for the packers i mean yeah it seems like it would be aaron jones and it seems like aaron Rodgers likes his namesake but i'm still on the other <laughs> side of the ball in, in the sense of of derrick henry i mean i just the green bay defense isn't very good uh and the tennessee defense is really good against the rush and to Aaron's point, at least if you play the Derrick Henry side, you know you're going to get the touches, right? I mean, the question is, are they going to hand it to him 15 times, 20 times, 25, 30? Like, it keeps going up. Aaron Jones has only had more than 20 carries two times this year. And both those games, for the record, he had 143 yards and 138 yards on the ground. So I'm no genius here, Matt LaFleur, but maybe it's a good idea to run the ball with Aaron Jones a little bit more frequently because when you do, not only does he rack up a lot of yards, but your team wins. The problem with betting him is he's had one, two, three, four, five games this year where he's had less than 10 rushes. And less than 10 rushes, it's hard to put up a lot of rushing yards. So I'm with you, Aaron. That's a tough one to play if you're looking to play the prop for Aaron Jones, which is why I'm telling you, just play him to get in the end zone. The guy's found Pater twice this year, tonight's his night. Hmm. I'm looking at Derrick Henry. So Green Bay is like third, yeah, 30th DVOA. Um stopping the run. Whew. I mean, this is a Not really same. interesting matchup with Derrick Henry. So his rush attempts, uh, that props at 21 and a half. Um, his rushing yards, I'm seeing 101 and a half. I'm seeing 99 and a half, 100 and a half, 102 and a half. I mean, that number's all over the place. But I, I, I'm with you, J-Rod. I think Derrick Henry, I mean, what other option do they have? And especially, this is a mismatch. I mean, it seems like they should be able to run the ball on this Packers team. The only thing that maybe Green Bay can look at is at the film from the Denver game from last week in that they held Henry to only 53 yards rushing after five straight games where Henry had over 100, including over 200 against Lovey Smith and the Texans. So there's you wonder if they'll take anything that the Broncos did to hold Henry to 53 but, yards. But the Broncos' defense is, is so good. Can yeah, the Packers yeah. just magically turn around their defense in no one week? I don't know if they have the personnel for that. And I read a stat that Green Bay, on top of having a bad rush defense, they give up more rush yards before contact than anybody in the league. So they're, they're not even getting the guys in time. And then once that happens, they, they can't wrap their hands around them. And they also give up more rushes to opposing running backs of 15-plus yards. And guess what running back in the NFL has the most rushes of more than 15-plus yards? Happens to be King Henry. So if you're going to play his total, right, Aaron, it's at 99.5, right about 100 number. It's one of those things where he might have six or seven rushes and only have 15, 20 yards. You're starting to bite your fingernails. And then you go to the bathroom and you come back and you check your phone. And you're like, wait, what do you mean? How does he have 78 yards? Because he broke one off for 50. That's what this guy does. So if I'm going to play any running back in the league to go over 100 yards, this is the guy I'm playing because of his big play ability. That guy can break away for 50, 60 yards anytime. The problem machine, if that happens, then you got to go back to the bathroom and sit there. Yeah, you can't come back out again. I will sit on that toilet all damn day, Jim. If there's, if my bank account keeps getting bigger and I keep putting bets, I'll buy myself a Florida potty and put that thing my in the back like, What are you doing in there? Give somebody else a chance. Will you get out of there? 
You like crack the door open to look at the TV? Quiet! (laughs) Leave me alone, honey! Gas station down the street. Go there. I'm about to hit this parlay. Take it easy. (laughs) Where are we at with these quarterbacks? Do you think, would you bet either of them to throw an interception tonight? Yes, Tannehill. Yes. Yes. He actually hasn't thrown one in a month. Come on, buddy. What are we doing? This is a primetime game. This is peak Tannehill fail situation. Now, it may not happen till the very end of the game. The, the driving, chance to win the game, chance to tie the game. Bloop, Tannehill pops up. Both these guys at some point will get intercepted. I mean, Aaron Rodgers went through that crazy streak for years and years and years, literally, where he didn't throw a red zone interception. And then we saw him throw, what was it, two? Three. Just last three. week. So three. Oh. Goodness gracious, yeah. three of those things. So, yeah. And by the way, Aaron, you point out that it had been a month, right, for uh, no interceptions for Ryan Tannehill. He missed time during that month. He was literally on the sidelines in his stoop. He's due. easy not to throw an interception. He's, He's due. due. He's due, and so is Aaron Rodgers, and you can get some good plus money on him to throw an INT tonight. One of my favorite prop bets. Who doesn't like seeing quarterbacks throw interceptions? Call me a hater, but I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, Coming up next, time to get back to some college hoops. We've got everything going on right now. I can't believe it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We've got Jim Root of the three-man weave Field of 68 Action Network Second chance points. We're going to dive into a little college basketball. J-Rod and Sean Levine here on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.